Welcome to the show, folks. I'm Bill Polkowski. And I'm Tony Maiello. We're two cynical a-holes. We're going to talk about stuff. So, Tony, what is new with you? Uh, I have had a ex- very stressful week. The uh, I had uh, my computer, which was not even two months old, crap out on me on Monday. And uh, as you know, we have a... Uh, deadline looming. Ooh, look at this fancy we Japanese beer. We, we do have, have a, dead- a deadline. Yes, big deadline looming. So, uh, not being being without my laptop was not a uh, was not a a option. Option, yeah. So, uh, I brought it back to where I bought it. I I purchased it at a micro center, and although uh, it turned out that I had a a software crash the uh and the software sadly wasn't covered under warranty i had to pay to have that you know reinstalled or whatever but i told which them, is ridiculous i you know that it's a little ridiculous me. but you know that that's not their fault it's my fault i should have gotten a a different you know an extended warranty or a, but that's why they like, do it so you do I know that's why they do it so they could make more money and you know that's you know I mean, I mean, it's, it's the software the that that company chooses to put on their computer. I mean, in layman's term, the regular person's going in there buying either an Apple product or a Microsoft product, right. period. Yeah. So either they want Windows or they want uh, uh, Apple. <laughs> so for them to say that the software, Windows, crashes. And it's not covered. And then it's not covered. That's It, it, it is a little shaky. But big shout out to... Uh, to the service department, uh, I told them. I said, "Look, I'm I'm in the midst of a job. Um, you know, I I need this computer back ASAP, and I need the files I was working on restored." They were able to take care of everything in less than 24 hours. I picked up my computer the next day. They made it a priority because they knew I needed it. So, you know, big props to them. Big thanks. Good. Uh, I. I I was absolutely lost without that stupid computer. Oh, I bet. I mean, I mean, we have a book dropping in two weeks. Yeah, not even. Not less. even two weeks. And we still have to have give time to the printer to finish uh, or to, to print the friggin' book. Yeah, so our, our back's against the walls with this project. <laughs> and uh, and then even that, even not having the computer, I said, okay, well, I don't have the computer for a day. I will, uh, I'll do some art for the other book we're working on. Right. All my scripts were on the computer. All my photo oh, reference was on the computer. So I had nothing. I had nothing. So uh, it was just, it was stressful. Tuesday, Monday and Tuesday were just You don't have a backup, awful. do you? I, ha- I back up everything on a, I have a, you know, an external hard drive. Right. Uh, and do you have the kind that automatically does it for you? When I, or plug you... It, I have it set up. I, I, I'm going to have to actually redo it now since the, the computer was completely redone. But I have it set up so when you I plug it in, it automatically okay, backs good, everything good, good. into it. Um, but like now my old computer, uh, I think the only problem with it is it I, it has a short in it because I'll turn it on. I'll It'll be going good. But if I move... 
If I move the computer, it turns off. So I think there's a short. I right. Think some, something needs to be soldered. Yeah. So if I if I bring that, I want to bring that in and get that fixed, and that could be a backup in yeah, the yeah, event yeah. that something like this happens again. I could just use Photoshop on it. That's really all I give a crap about. Technically, I'm I work off of three computers. I have I have my laptop. Right. I have my desktop, and and if you look at that yellow envelope, yeah. That's the hard drive to my old computer <laughs> that's plugged into that computer. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. And then and then that uh, black thing's a, a backup hard drive. <laughs> How did we function? I don't know. 20 years ago. God. But I, I just could not imagine, like, losing all my artwork. Like, for you whatever know, reason, you know. Well, I, luckily for me, I mean, I, I don't, I can't draw digitally. At least not yet. I. I do want to play around with it, but all my art is is pen and paper. Well, so that's fine. But whether you draw digitally or not, it all goes to the computer. It all goes to the computer. Yeah, you know, the so, editor. You just send them an email, and there and there's right, the artwork. Right. Or... I mean, it, it, if I lost it all, I'd have to rescan, and in many cases, recolor. So if you still own it, your your artwork. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, it gets sold. sold. The originals get sold. So. But what do you think of this? Uh, this is definitely Lucky a Buddha beer. Lucky Buddha is this a Chinese beer? It's a. Uh, it's an. Uh, it's this. I remember seeing the bottles when we were in uh, that Chinese restaurant Long in Chicago. Chile. Happiness, luck, good fortune. I'm waiting for it to say like you know, made in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not bad. It's kind of mellow. Brewed in China's one thousand island lake, using the finest quality malt, hops, rice, and water. Okay. Well, I like it. It's a uh, it's a decent beer. It's uh, it's mellow. It's not like it's it's not as robust in flavor as a craft beer, right? But it has more. This is definitely a production beer. Yeah, it has it has more um more flavor than like Miller a or Bud Light or something like that. But it it's, it's I a easy easy drink while I though. drink my Coors Light. Yeah. I kind of like my beer flavorless. <laughs> <laughs> it's called, like Coors Light, Miller Light. The, I consider those beers yeah, no. when you when you want to drink when you want to drink a lot more than one. <laughs> that's what you drink when you're power drinking. No, I, I got tend that to do that the, a little too often too. The Asian grocery store over there by Fuji. Oh yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. So we go in there every now and then, and they have. Some amazing things in that. In you know there. what? I, they, I go to one in. Uh, gosh, where is it? It's down off a Telegraph Road. It's not close to my house. It's like a forty-five minute drive. We go once in a while, like every couple of months. Um, can you buy uh, pig placenta there? Yeah, you can. Oh yeah, you can oh, buy yeah, all yeah, sorts yeah, of crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, this place has. The weirdest stuff in the world, and I, I get it. You know, this is normal to a lot of people. They call it awful. Um, I took, I've taken my mom there. I've taken the kids there, and they, 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 no, my mom's all about it. My mom eats all that stuff. Oh yeah, me too. So for like, um, my mom's for Mother's Day, I went to a Mexican restaurant and I got her menudo. Do you know what that yeah. is? That's cow stomach right. stew or whatever. It's it's tripe in other yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in other cultures. It's yeah. disgusting, is what it is. But she loves it. So this place, you know, there's hanging pigs, there's black chickens, there's black eggs, there's a whole room of 
fish tanks and it's got they're filled with fish except they're not pets you know you yeah. pick out dinner and they, <laughs> they 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 scoop it up for you club it yeah and then <laughs> every in a bag. there's not and, and this is the good part you know if you're gonna eat meat you know not not a, a speck is wasted so i mean you can buy well, that, every you know part of that the is animal. the nice thing about specifically the asian culture they use every bit of the animal. It's not just the Asian culture, but they do, absolutely. Yeah. Well, no, it's, I mean... It's a lot of the we, old we, world A cultures. lot of the old world stuff. I know the, you know, the Italians in Italy yeah. do it, and, you know, Spanish do it. Um, I think we've become a little more, through our, through our affluence as a nation, we've become a little wasteful. Yeah, well, yeah, that's to say the least. And n- n- to to some degree, I mean, all that stuff just ends up in the hot dogs anyway. Well, I guess so, yeah. So we're not really wasting it. Trust hot, me. If, hot dogs uh, are yummy. If Tyson or uh, Ballpark, if they, well, if they're they not, they, they're not going to throw money out the window. If trust they me. knew that they could make money selling uh, cow stomach and sheep intestines, they would <laughs> they would package it that way. They do. How? You can go into Meyer, not even an Asian food store. Yeah. You can go into Meyer and get a container, and I believe it's made by Tyson of sheep intestine because it's made for, or it's for it's, sausage making. It, uh, it's casings, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. The, uh, I know, I know there are certain times of the year when you can buy, uh, like cow stomach tripe mm-hmm. uh, in a regular supermarket. Uh, so it must be there must be some culture that you know that's a traditional meal. Mm. I know there's a there's a soup, uh, a Peruvian soup that has uh, tripe in it that my wife uh, refuses to eat. Although it's uh, it's something that her I think her mom makes once in a while. You know when my daughter got her guinea pigs, I knew there was a culture that ate guinea pigs, yeah. so I looked it up right away to show her you know her her beautiful little pets being grilled over fire, <laughs> and uh, it was Peru. Oh yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they'll eat anything. They take these guinea pigs, and they're big guinea pigs, and they and they shove this like metal tube, you know, from business end to business end, and they just roast it over a fire. And I gotta tell you, I I probably would uh, I take a bite. It looked pretty oh, good. Oh, I did. I mean, I'll I'll eat anything except for dog. <laughs> I had. Uh, I don't know for certain, but I believe my cousin Tony has tried dog. I wouldn't be surprised if Tony had tried dog. Because uh, you know he did, he does a lot of uh, traveling for for his job, and I, I believe it was in Korea. And um, you know, a group of engineers after work got together and well, let's try dog, and yeah. I think they did. Well, that's I mean, I I couldn't do it. I I love dogs more than I love people. I well, eat, I need a I person know. before I eat I a dog. Know. You know that. What about but I had cat? I had muskrat. Which I've is got a, a muskrat story for you in a second. Okay, well, you know, uh, you know, while we're talking about food, I should say that tonight's episode uh, is sponsored by J Ray's Barbecue. I don't mm. know if you can see my shirt, but uh, we have we have some J Ray's Barbecue here, and we will be uh, enjoying that in a bit. And uh, you guys are going to get to watch two fat kids eat a fat kid treat or listen. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, I always wanted to I always wanted to try muskrat. I live I live uh what do you, down mean you, wanted to, you wanted to try I rest- wanted to try it. It's a big thing in the Polish culture. What? Uh muskrat during Lent. What? Yeah, yeah it's, it's a big still deal. meat. It's uh, they got some sort of special like permission from the church 
to have muskrat. The Polish do. Yes, it's a Polish. It's a big Polish thing. I think. I think what it was was there was a time somewhere where where the fishing had dried up, and the church said, "Well, oh you can eat God. muskrat." And so it, it, well, it's really and just that a should rat. tell you everything about these these lentil rules. Yeah, and I know it's a bunch rules, of but bull BS. But anyway, I I always wanted to try it, and I never did it. In the one place that had had muskrat uh, during Lent, they closed, and so I was I was all there upset. was a restaurant serving this. There was a restaurant that served this. It was a Polish place, Don Polkowski's. It was a uh, Don Polskis. That's it, Don Polskis. So they would serve muskrat during Lent. And they closed down, or they were sold, whatever it was. So there was no place to get muskrat in Wyandotte, and anywhere downriver for that matter. So this church was doing a fundraiser dinner, and they were serving muskrat. And I'm like, we got to go. Jesus. So we went, and we got muskrat. And it look, I think it was boiled. It really it wasn't Ooh. that good. Uh, it, was, it was a little gamey tasting. It, it was, I would uh, probably equate it to... Like very, it was it, like if you took um, mutton, if you boiled mutton, Ugh. that's what it would taste like. <coughs> mutton is old uh, lamb for anybody who doesn't know. So if you boiled or it, disgusting, this, this is what it would taste like. Um, and there was just a lot of bones, and they don't give you the head. It was just disappointing. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to stare into its. Eyeless sockets. <laughs> Disgusting. I mean, it's just a, a larger rat that can swim. Yeah, I, I got no problem. I need a regular rat. I don't care. Oh, man. So tell me your muskrat story. Well, it wasn't a muskrat, actually. Okay. But um, so two days ago was my birthday. Um, and <laughs> normally um, the wife makes me a big uh, Thanksgiving meal while I go fishing. Okay. I'll leave in the morning, I'll go fishing, and I'll come home, and there's a big Thanksgiving spread. So that, that that's typically my birthday, and I love it. Love it. And Who uh, wouldn't love going out by yourself, <laughs> going fishing by yourself, enjoying solitude, and then coming home to one of the best meals of the year? <laughs> Who wouldn't love that? So, yeah, my wife is great. I, I get to enjoy this on my birthday. It's awesome. Well, it was raining on my birthday. So I didn't go out on Monday. So yesterday was nice. I went out yesterday. And uh, uh, I'm kayak fishing. I'm, I'm, I'm on a small lake nearby. And I'm going along. And all of a sudden, I see this, like, mink running along the shore. It's either a mink or a mongoose. I don't know. I know we don't have mongoose here. But, you know, it's of that species. We don't species. have minks here either. It's of that species. Okay. It's a rodent. No. I mean, it's a... F- it's a wild ferret if you want to go that okay. far, but it was it was mink-ish. Um, I mean, we can look it up what's in Michigan, but so anyways, it's a tiny little mink. It's like this little big, yeah, you know, and it's running along the shoreline, and I, and I'm and I'm fishing, and all of a sudden, you know, I start to call at call to it, like you know, like a little dog. I'm like, come here, and this thing stops, perks up jumps in the water and starts swimming towards me and i'm thinking what the fuck? <laughs> what am i gonna do with this with this mink you know i expected i was gonna call it he's gonna look at me going whatever you dumb fuck i'm and walk away 
No. He swims up to your boat. So he's swimming towards my boat. I start to paddle to get away from it. It's just oh, following me for a little while. Why didn't you let it come up to the boat? What's the matter with you? Because I don't want rabies it's a shots. stupid little animal. <laughs> and he's friendly, which means it's probably somebody's pet that got loose. Wait, no, it's not a pet. Uh, but it's a ti- you know, it was a tiny, I mean, under maybe a pound. Uh, and you're scared of an animal under a pound. Thing's not even big enough to qualify as a dog. I took off. And then finally Gosh. he gave up and uh, swam back to shore. But he was just ready to go, okay, let's see what this guy's all about. It Man. was crazy. Crazy. Crazy would have been the thing jumps him to the boat, looks at you and says, so how about them Lakers? <laughs> that would have been crazy. Yeah, I didn't want that crazy. <laughs> Maybe it was going to grant you three wishes or something. Maybe. For being nice to you. Nice to it. That would have been And nice. you just ruined it. Maybe. Mm. We could have been we could have been podcasting out of a palace. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of your fishing, why don't you uh, mention your your people how people can hear more of your fishing exploits? Okay, so um, I actually have a YouTube channel devoted to my fishing. It's devoted to kayak fishing specifically, um, and it's called Bill's Catch Twenty Two. So you can follow me on YouTube. You can subscribe to the channel. You can uh, find me on Instagram or or Facebook, and it's all Bill's Catch 22. And I do a lot of kayak fishing. I'll do some gear review. I'll do some tips and pointers. I mean, you know, I'm not not Kevin Van Dam. That John Claude's brother? No. He supposedly... um, uh, the other Van Dam's brother. Rob Van Dam? Yeah. But that's not his real name. See, that's what I always said, but everyone comes up to me and says, Kevin Van Dam is Rob Van Dam's brother. I'm going to have to look this up. And I'm like, why? I mean, what stars had to align for Rob Van Dam to be named Van Dam and to look just like Jean-Claude Van Damme? That's why he chose that name because of his similarity to so i tried to explain that to fishermen yeah. but they're like nope i'm telling you he he's he he they're brothers we're gonna debunk this today it's already debunked it as far as i'm concerned okay um i don't know what tangent i went on but yeah i'm not um uh, he's not, not he's not rob van damme's brother maybe yeah. this other fisherman is but bill isn't so yeah, but if I can share something with you guys, I definitely do through through my videos. So you guys could, if if you're into the outdoors, you know, I even go camping and stuff like that on 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 the channel. If you're into the outdoors, Bill's Catch Twenty Two. Hey Bill, mm-hmm. did you happen to watch the latest episode of Game of Thrones? Oh. I mean, I knew that's where we we're going, but my God. <laughs> Yeah, I watched it. Uh, we're actually uh for this podcast, we're we're uh we didn't cover the the war with the with the dead army. Yeah, we did. Did we? Oh, we did. We didn't cover the one after that. Cuz we missed a week of podcasting. So we missed a week, but right. we covered everything. Did we? We covered all our Game of Thrones, anyways. All right. So we're all caught up on Game of Thrones. Somehow. Okay. Well, all I know is this last episode, episode number five of the final season, Mm. only six episodes. I can't believe this. They suck. Why'd they do this to us? 
so episode number five was just gut wrenching and heart wrenching and I more than just come characters died. You hope died. They it was I think it was most devastating for John and Tyrion than anybody else. I wish I had those feelings. What you wish what you had what feelings? Any feelings. I checked out once everything started going down. Did you really? Yeah, I'm like, you know what? You know, these producers, I forget the two guys names that produce this show. You know, they've been geniuses for seven seasons now, and it's easy to be a genius when you have a map to follow. Right. Once they took that map away from these guys, wait, 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 you wait. get to see how the, bad the writing is. Wait, wait, wait. wait the wait, pacing wait, is horrible. The, but they're following instructions from J.R.R. Martin. They're not following instructions. They just said, hey, what happens? And he's like, eh, you know, I think I'm going to do this. And then they, they got to fill in all the blanks. So you didn't think it was a good episode? No. You All right, did? let's 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 get into this. Go ahead. Okay. So the episode wasn't a horrible episode. I mean, I enjoyed myself, but it it, it goes <sighs> The last season of just about any series is horrible. I because, wouldn't I wouldn't go that far. What's a good last or what's a good last season? Uh, Angel was great. Yeah. Had probably one of the best final episodes ever. Yeah. Uh the one and only season of Firefly was amazing. Well, that wasn't the finale season, though. <laughs> and that's why it was amazing. Um, Seinfeld. What? The last episode, you enjoyed that? Yes. Them going, uh, being tossed in jail yeah. because they didn't help somebody? No one liked that episode. You're the only person I know that liked that episode. It, because it was timely. There was there was a law passed. There was like this this... Samaritan law passed at that time, and that's why they did it the way they did it. And it was able; they were able to bring back all the characters from the series to come and and uh, testify against them. You're wrong. Jerry Seinfeld is a bad man, bad, 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 bad man. <laughs> um. But there you go. You named five shows out of how many in the history of television. Well, you know what? If I was if I had time to research, I'd find more. I didn't know. I didn't know you could put me on the spot. Like that. But anyways, you know what I'm saying is, you know, like Lost. I mean, once they once they get their walking papers, they scramble to tie up all these loose ends. Right. And it gets so convoluted, and some things get answered, some things don't get answered. But always it seems rushed. I mean, if they took, I mean, develop the. Ugh. Daenerys, yeah. you know, three episodes, you know, we've watched seven seasons of her being um, this great person who wants to free slaves and and uh, make a better world all of a sudden turn into a, a, a nutbag the like her dad. Queen. Exactly. She goes crazy, yes. Over three episodes. And? Five episodes, whatever. I mean, I, I that's not enough. Worked. I thought it worked. No, you need a season to do that. No. At least. Well, you have a season. This is the final season. It's only six episodes. It doesn't count. That's what I'm saying. It's rushed. The The dialogue is really, not on par. I really don't understand why this season is only six episodes. The final season of the show, they couldn't stretch this out more and give us more information. That, I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's just shitty. 
It is. It's a shitty thing to do to the fans that have been supporting the show for the last seven years or whatever. It, six episodes is bullshit. HBO begged the producers to do at least um, another season. They really wanted two seasons out of this. Yeah. And they said no. It took them 56 days to film that um, uh, war with, with, with the dead. I'm not surprised. 56 days to cram it into one episode? Come on. I, that could have lasted two episodes they could, Yeah, the, that war could have lasted two episodes. Ugh. So I'm just, I'm getting frustrations over how quick everything is moving um, and just how subpar it is to the rest of the seasons. Characters are doing things that are uncharacteristic of their character. Examples. Example of Daenerys flipping her shit and I see. I think that's a. I think that's a progression. I think a short progression that needed to be longer. It might be short, but I think it's. I don't. I think it works. I think it works. Listen, obviously, this this was George R. R. Martin's uh, plan the whole time. You know, set her up as to be the favorite, and then slow. I mean, obviously, pulls the rug out from under us on everything we like, but set her up as the favorite, and then slowly, slowly. Start changing her and then flip the switch. They just went to flip the switch with her, in my opinion. Ugh. It kills me. <laughs> and now Arya is supposed to be the savior of everything. Obviously, she has... Wait, wait, wait. What makes you say that Arya is supposed to be the savior of everything? Well, she killed the um, the Night King. Right. Which, at first was a shock moment was amazing but then you start to sit there and analyze the past seasons and all the building of the showdown between him and john him and john him and john and they don't pay that off and then okay and then what okay you killed him and that's it it's over it's but winter's been coming for years and winter was snuffed out like that hey you know Seasons change. You live in Michigan. You know that. Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have a problem with Arya being the one to kill the Night King. Um, I think. I I think it worked how they did it. I think if John fought the Night King, I think he'd have to lose. But he could have been there. He could have been there defending uh, Bran, who did jack shit in the episode. Well, and he who's was done bait, jack shit that. since he's Bran gotten all his great bait? Still, come on. What? What could he do? He's a cripple. He's got all these powers, all I, this knowledge. Wait, wait, wait. It's not he like he's got telekinesis. Things. He he can like vision. He get, he gets visions. Yeah. So why? Okay. So wait, okay, wait, wait, wait. What can a vision do? You can't do anything with a vision. Hey, I saw this happen tomorrow. Uh, they don't have the lottery yet. He can't pick winning lottery numbers. He can't bet on on sporting events. He can't do anything he with his have, visions. He could have taken control of a dragon. He How could, could he have taken control of a dragon? He wargs. Okay, but why take control of the dragon? He could have taken control of ghost. He could have done anything, anything to defend himself. Why didn't he take control of the Night King? Night King's dead, and I don't. I think the Night King's powers might be too strong. Yeah, but John could have and been the, fighting again, the Night he... King, and then Arya could still come in for the payoff. Okay, and that way, you know, I think that's just a, a nitpick. And then the way, uh, let's start at the beginning of the episode. Okay, I'm, I'm, good. I'm, I'm, start at the beginning. Let's go. 
<clears throat> I don't even remember how the episode opens. Um, the armies. It opens with. Uh, I'm too riled up right now. Nice. Um, they're getting ready to uh, to you know go to see uh, to go to war mm-hmm. pretty much because uh, what's her name was killed at the end of the previous. No, 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 no! Don't don't we start off with killing Varys? That's how it starts off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So so. That's how it starts off. So, speaking of uncharacteristic moments, Varys being so bold in his uh, betrayal of her. I mean, he's always gone behind uh, any, whatever king he's serving, well, wait, behind their but back. What, what did Varys say? Varys said that he serves the realm, not, right. not the king or the queen. He serves the realm. And that's all fine. But he has survived his entire lifetime going behind the back of all these leaders without getting caught, without getting killed, and without even being suspected. Okay? So he comes into this episode, like, just sending off his little notes, walks right up to John, out in broad daylight in front of people. Hey, this is what I think should happen. This is I think. Well, but the thing is, is he can talk to people. He's talked to John before. What, what got it was the fact that Tyrion told on him. Tyrion, Tyrion went to confirmed. Daenerys and told Daenerys, it's Varys is, you know, working against you. Tyrion confirmed. I wouldn't say told. Well, she knew tattle. somebody was going to be, she knew somebody was, and Tyrion said it was him. She watched the process. She watched the process. So, um... But I knew what I obviously like, he had to die. Obviously he was getting he was gonna betray her and obviously she was gonna burn him because that was all foreshadowed. But the way it just happened, like, you know, like, hey, <laughs> hey John, you should be king. I mean he he's he's way smarter and sneakier than that to just to go out like that. I, I can't disagree with that. So again, uncharacteristic behavior okay. because these people do not have a map to follow. They do not have the blueprints of the show. They're running from the seats of their ass okay. or from the ass. What I, what I liked was you find out he always said he has sparrows everywhere. Right. We find out that it's the children that give him information. I don't think it's just children. I, I think, think, it I think was, you this... know why I think it was just children or, or for the, or those are his like little, his little spies that he has, his ears he has everywhere, because people would think of nothing of talking in front of a kid, because the kid. No, it definitely is not works. Important, so it's that's smart. where he gets mm-hmm. his information from. That's where so I get I my thought, info I from. I thought that was cool. <clears throat> Except it was a little confusing the whole time throughout the episode. I thought the girl with the little white horse was the same girl that he talked to in his chambers, but it wasn't. Well, when they were all dressed up in rags like that, they all look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the first uh, opening scene. So then he gets um, barbecued. Oh, so we see Daenerys in her room. She's in her room. She's looking a little nutty. Um, you you saw this in the preview as well. So people kind of knew that this was this was what's happening this episode. So she was, you know, Mad King looking, and uh, Tyrion comes in, and you know she's. 
they they've done a good job of isolating her through these few episodes. Um, I just wish they would have done it. Um, just they would have stretched it out. Give, I mean, just, just give, give us three more episodes. Would if this was a fine. full season, it wouldn't feel like this. I don't think it would feel like this. Even a full, you know, like I say, even a full season for Game of Thrones was only nine or ten episodes. It ended up being that way. The first season was more than that, wasn't first it? First season was only 13 episodes. Okay, if thir- it was 13. give us 13 episodes. Stick to it. Well, it would have been nice if they they did that for the whole run, but they didn't. I think the first season was the longest season. So I just think they, they needed more time to develop these things, these these uh, plots, these these whatever you want to call it. They just needed more time to develop it. And that's why everyone, not just me, there's a lot of people going nuts over how quickly things are going and how it just seems disjointed. So she's going nuts. Tyrion is starting to suspect that, okay, she is going nuts. Um, Ferris was right. But, you know, what's he going to do at this point? Right. And, uh, you know, and she's just, you know, she's being really bitchy towards everyone. Right away tells him, you know, hey, you know, we have your brother. We have him captured. So he starts freaking out over that. And you know that's what's going to get him killed. Get who, Tyrion? Yeah. Maybe. I hope. Th- I think Tyrion's going to live. I think he might live. I think, um, but I, th- I don't think he'll uh, still be on her side. No. I don't think anybody's going to be on her side. I think she's going to have to die. She's going to die. This is the last episode. Well, just because it's the last episode doesn't mean she's going to die. Listen. You think it's going to end all happy and rosy with John on the throne? I think it's going to end with her not being on the throne. I think John's going to have a big part to do with that. Yeah. Um, I think there's three candidates for the throne. There's John. Right. There's Tyrion. And there's Sansa. I think I think of those three, I think it would go to Sansa. I I recently because John doesn't want it at all. John but John's noble and he wants to protect John the people. Do, John will do what's right. He may not want it, but he may realize that he has to. He has to. That he can do um more for the people than someone else could. Which is very apparent. Yeah. Well, but he's John, and he's got loyalties all over the place. Loyalty's a good trait. Loyalty is a good trait. Especially in a fictional character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, so um, John comes into her room. Yes. And she wants a little bit. No, know, this is after the kill. After the kill. Okay, so uh, Varys gets barbecued by, by the dragon. You know, the look on Tyrion's face and the look on Jon's face, you know, they're disappointed that this is the route that's being taken. But, you know, she's queen. They're her subjects. And she's got a big giant dragon. They, you know, really can't. I thought you were going to say cock. Uh, Man, if she had a big giant cock, she'd be some queen. (laughs) Different type of queen, but yeah. (laughs) Okay, so uh, Jon. Jon. So Jon comes in. They, John, he comes in to interrupt her in uh, um, Grey Worm pining over uh, Masende. Is that yes. her name? Uh-huh. Okay. And uh, so he he approaches her, 
And like, oh, well, she tells Grey Worm to leave, to leave them. Grey Worm didn't want to go. So right there, you see something. Grey Worm's got nothing else. I, he's got nothing else, but but I think you saw. I like, think Jon Snow kills Grey Worm. I, I think so, too. Because you saw there was like hate There's for tension. Grey Room for, for John. Yeah. So this is the beginning of the tension between the two yeah. in in that scene. That's when they decide to start it. And the next... Uh, and the next time they meet. <laughs> right. That's how quickly it's going to move. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Grey Worm leaves. And uh, John wants to talk to Daenerys. And uh, Daenerys wanted to do a little more than talk. So uh, Daenerys can't help but notice that there's... Um, there's distance between her and John, you know. Well, when a chick kisses you and you don't kiss her back, especially a hot chick, and you don't kiss her back, yeah, there's distance. When you find out that she's your aunt, you stop kissing her. Eh, it's a different time. You stop going to that watering hole. And if she can't understand that. Well, you know, she, but her people, that was no big deal for families to intermingle, you know, the family to intermingle like that. Well, it's a big deal for Stark. But for somebody from the north, yeah, it's a it's a it's a no no. So, um, yeah, so she's offended that her advances are not met with. Uh, well, she loves him. She is in love with him. Well, he's in love with her too. Right, but he it, the the whole give the man some time family to, thing to process. Was... Oh, wait a minute, there is no time to process. <laughs> yeah, no, not this season. So that's what he needs. He needs time to process what's going on. He needs time to process that, eh, I'm banging my aunt. It's not that big of a deal. It's not like he's banging his mom. What's the difference? I mean. What's the big difference? They're they're like um, <laughs> genetically identical at that point. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So she's, uh, she's very upset that he is not returning her affection and i think i think that's like what was like the straw that broke the camel's back for her i think she snaps at that well yeah point. i mean this she can't and i think it's a like a little spoiled girl thing where she can't have what she wants and she's now she's gonna throw a tantrum well everyone has betrayed her up to this point according to her you right. know in her mind varus has betrayed her uh, Tyrion has betrayed her, which I don't agree with. He just got some things. I wrong. thought Tyrion was loyal by going to her and betraying Varys. Absolutely, but you know she's nuts at this point, and she already thinks John has betrayed her. But uh, when she realizes that she can't have that relationship she wants with him, just like any other woman, goes <laughs> nuts. Yeah. And decides to go the route of fear, leading by fear instead of love and uh, respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Bitches be crazy, yo. <laughs> That's to say the least. So, you know, that whole scene happens. And I think from there it goes to, you know, the armies lining up and all that stuff. Right? Yeah. It's been a few days. It's not the day after. Usually right, no. we like you, to. Yeah, we like to try to do it the day after when everything's fresh in our heads. But uh, our brains have been polluted with life. Oh, life. Life gets in the way of a lot of things. Yes. 
a lot. Okay, so um, the arms. There was, there was a lot made. Uh, a lot of the the one of the biggest points made. The Tyrion brought to her. Tyrion told other people about if that bell rings. Oh, yeah, within, yeah, yeah. within the the city, that means that they are surrendering, and to s- stop fighting at that point, we don't want to kill innocent people. And he got he asked her to promise, and she See, I acknowledges really think... it. But I think, I think what she was acknowledging was telling Grey Worm just kill everybody. So <clears throat> Tyrion saying, you know, obviously has compassion. He wants to save the people of right. uh, 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 of Westeros. He knows what she's capable of. She knows the power that she has at her fingers. And through many seasons, he's had uh, the people's best interests at heart. So I would love to see him as king, but I don't think he'll be king. Because in the books, he's much more disfigured, and I just don't think that they would make him king for that reason alone. In the books, he is far more disfigured, and I I was kind of hoping that they would have done a little more with the makeup. Because his face, uh, when it got slashed in the book, it was, like, wide open. Yeah, yeah. He has, like, a pig nose It's just, like, a big, giant scar. His nose is all mutilated and everything. I thought they would have done more with that, but I guess they didn't want to ugly him up. But yeah, so he he's he's trying to uh to appeal to her or he's just trying to make sure that no one has to die. Right. Nobody does. who doesn't have to die right. dies. Especially the innocents that live in the in this in Westeros. And she half-heartedly agrees to this. So then we s- switch over to the uh battlegrounds, the armies at night, you know, are kind of setting up to attack and all that stuff. And that's when he decides to break uh, Jamie free. Right. Jamie's shackled up just like he's been shackled up before. And, um, (laughs) you know, Tyrion offers freedom. Like, hey, you know, even though he's treated like absolute garbage by Cersei, he can still view her as a sister right. and want her to live, want her to survive. And he says, take her and go. There'll be a boat waiting for you here. Get her and go. Disappear. Raise that child. He made it, Live yeah, a happy cause, life. Because Tyrion made a deal with the Onion Knight. Yes. Um. So he lets Jamie go. Jamie, Jamie is free. And Jamie's I, job was to ring the bell first. Well, yeah, that's what he told him. Ring the bell, ring yeah, the bell, yeah, yeah, yeah. get Cersei, get out. Yeah, that was that was like a um, ultimatum, or not an ultimatum, a bargaining thing. So um, they get they get he's gone, but that's the first, or that's the I gotta assume is the last uh, betrayal that he's allowed. She's gonna uh, be if, if she even finds out about it. True. I guess there is that. Yeah. I mean, he's dead. So I don't she know. She's going to kill him. I don't know about uh, going 
in order because I can't I can't figure out what scenes next. Right, right, right. So, um, anyways, you have the armies facing off. You have the Golden Army comes out to uh, meet up with the Unsullied, and the Gore. I got to tell you, the Golden Army from the from the get go has not been impressive at all. In the books, I know they're much more impressive. Well, I think I think the Golden Army has taken a huge hit. Um, she she got rid of the general. No, he was there. No, the original, the older guy, seasons ago. Okay. He was the guy that was so integral in leading that army. And then Jamie wasn't in the Golden Army leading anymore. It, you know, you had you had these these stalwart soldiers who weren't part any of that. You're anymore. thinking of the Kingsguard. Oh, that was the Kingsguard guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Jamie never led the Golden Army. The Golden Army are the mercenaries. Right. So Jamie was a Jay, well. That's right. Jamie was King's guard. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So in, I'm sorry. <laughs> only two beers. Um. <laughs> so you know they're not very impressive looking, but everywhere you look, there are um, what are those uh, crossbows for the dragon called? Oh, um, scorpions. Yeah, there's scorpions everywhere. I mean, the the city walls are just lined with these scorpions. Each ship of the Navy um, has these scorpions on there. And uh, that's amazing production uh, on the part of their blacksmiths. Yeah. <laughs> the CGI blacksmiths. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're on the water at this point. Yeah. We're with the Navy and uh, oh, what's that guy's name? From the uh, the the new ruler of the Iron Isles, the something Joy Greyjoy, so Greyjoy kind of, you know, his hairs are starting to stand on the back of his neck. He's starting to feel something's off. He's looking off into the distance. He's looking off in, in, in into the sky, and uh, sure enough, at a certain point, there's enough uh, break in light where you see the silhouette of the dragon coming towards them. So he sees this. He he starts getting ready. He's yelling for all the ships and men to get ready. And she just comes in. And this is my biggest complaint of the episode. From this moment to the last moment of the episode, she just kills it. And when I mean kills it, kills them with Everyone. zero opposition. Zero what opposition. This is what bothered me. She comes in, right? She's she's on the dragon. They start coming straight down. Dragon starts spitting fire, blowing up ships all over the place. They can't hit her because they're flying too fast. She destroys the navy. Where the fuck was this fire the last time they confronted the navy? Exactly. Why the hell didn't these uh, dragons? She's weaving in and out of these. They uh, would have. They would have destroyed the navy then, and they would have two dragons instead of the one. She, it, it makes, it ma- narratively, obviously, it makes sense. But, but when realistically, you, when, it's... When you're dialed into a show and you're there and you're tuned in, it takes you out. Yes. It takes you right out. So she, she comes in, she's dodging all these damn spears, and she's laying waste to these ships. Then she moves along to the walls where all these scorpions are lined up. Takes them now, right out. One thing they did show, though... Was the dragon coming in behind them and them having to to turn the scorpions? 
to in order to fire. So you but know she that got would pass somebody to get there. Well, I guess yeah. But, Head on. Uh, I thought it was a you know it was a nice touch. Well, yeah, they 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 tried to sell it as best they right. could. Um, and and I also thought that the fire that this dragon was breathing was much too explosive like it was shit was blowing up all over the place i'm like i didn't know wood blew up like that i mean concrete i mean it's just fire really i mean but it. it, i mean i guess like there are certain like like cement if it if it gets super hot it will explode Mm. but but it has to get super hot super fast that's why i mean (sighs) it was a little off we don't see it the destructive force was a little off yeah, it was uh, immense. And then she comes right over, or the Golden Army starts hearing explosions and everything off in the distance. Uh, the Unsullied starts hearing things. And then next thing you know, she just blows up the two scorpions on the wall, blows up the wall, and just takes out the Golden Army like that. They didn't put up a fight. There was There was no need for them. There's a hole in the wall. The army pours in. Um, they start to fight. You know, the, the king's guard or whatever guards are inside. Um, Daenerys is still doing her thing. And at some point, um, the bells do go off. Yes. But before that, Jamie is sneaking into the uh, the palace trying to get the Cersei. And he's met with someone along the shore. Yes. <laughs> Greyjoy, for whatever reason, has to fight um has to fight Jamie. Must, must battle Jamie. Not worried about his life, not worried about Cersei's life or the potential baby that he thinks are he thinks is his. Well, he I'm sure the guy knows what's up. Uh, especially uh, did he especially know, did after he know the last she was season. Pregnant? Oh, maybe we didn't talk. Did we? Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we know she was pregnant. Right. He knew she was pregnant too. Did he? Yeah. Okay. And um, whose baby was it though? It was Jamie's. Oh, okay. And that's how Tyrion tried to talk her down from killing Missandei and and just giving up. It's like, hey, you have a baby now. Raise the baby. Right. And. The fact that Tyrion would know that information, I think, kind of piqued Greyjoy's attention on the wall from that episode. So I think he may suspect, but this is all speculation because they're not uh, taking the time to develop that (laughs) storyline. So they fight, they battle, and he wants, for no other reason than he wants to be the one that kills the Kingslayer. I don't get it. It was so useless. Well, I think it's just his his arrogance, uh, the fact that he thinks he's going to be her king once they win the war, and he could say, I killed the Kingslayer. Well, he doesn't. He gets himself killed. Now, Jamie is wounded, but he makes his way in to find Cersei. But then the bells start going off. Well, the so bells the- went off before that, though. Did they? Yeah. So when the bells go off, you know... The armies kind of stop. Um, the opposite or the king's guard drop their weapons. They surrender. Every you know, it all looks good. It all looks like okay. Let's put down our weapons. And at this point, 
um, Daenerys can literally just walk up to the throne and sit down. Yeah. Has no reason to continue on, but she, for whatever reason, she snaps at that moment. She's on the dragon. She's looking around at, at, at the destruction that's been caused. And, uh, she decides to say, fuck it. She looks, the last thing she looks at is the red keep. She looks up at the castle and then she's like, infuriated. They go, they just go. And, you know, to look up at the castle and to say, okay, this Cersei has to go. She's pissed me off. I'm taking her out right now. This is personal. Fine. Go to the Red Keep. Take her out. But she just zigzags her way all the way up to the Red Keep, just laying waste to army, laying waste to innocence. Yep. I mean, it, it was... It was very undenarious. Yeah. It was disgusting. It was disgusting. I think it was supposed to be very undenarious, though. Obviously. Um, and uh, the Unsullied and Grey Worm, you know, Grey Worm's there also uh, fuming. You know, he wants some type of satisfaction yeah, for losing yeah. his woman. He definitely woman. wants his pound or ten of flesh. And uh, this sparks him to attack people who have surrendered. These people have surrendered. And uh, so he, you know, kills kills one of them, and then everyone just charges and starts just laying waste to this to these to these guards. And John is trying to stop it, but it's not happening. And Grey Worm took notice of that too, yeah, to further fuel their uh, their battle that's coming next episode. We we assume it's happening, <laughs> and it'll probably only be a couple of minutes since they have to rush through it. Well, probably. <laughs> if we don't get two hours, it's on gotta Sunday, be a two-hour episode. I mean, luckily this episode was an hour and a half, but I mean, you know, if you're giving us only six episodes, they all should have been two hours. So, um, yeah, she's laying waste to everyone. John's trying to stop it. Can't. His own people are starting to turn uh, savage. You know, they're 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 starting they're, to try to rape, attacking the women. And, yeah. yeah. It's it's just it's just a yucky yucky. Uh, it becomes a, a mob rules type of right type of situation. So during all this time, Cersei is being advised, "Hey, you know, let's let's wait somewhere else." And Cersei, for whatever uncharacteristically again, because the woman is one smart bitch, says everything will be fine. <laughs> the Red Keep the Red has Keep never, has fallen. never fallen. fallen. It's not about to start. So and so will fight for me. So and so's gone. Well, so and so will fight for me. Well, well, they're gone too. But uh, she she wants to stand her ground, but to uh, to a point because at some point they do talk her down. But I think I think um, her wanting to stand her ground was more of arrogance than it was being. You know, thinking she was going to win, I think it at some point it was just absolutely it just was arrogance. It was being just, sold as arrogance, but still, you know, she's smart. Maybe than she that. wanted to die. It's possible. Who knows what this fictional person had in her mind? Right. So, um, they start to go down, and who shows up? But Arya and the Hound. So they're they're going to charge up there, and at some point, the Hound has a heart to heart with Arya. And says, "Listen, if you come up, you're 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 not coming back down. You're gonna die. Do you want my life? I mean, 
you don't need that. You have so much to live for. And something goes off in her head. You know, she's been this badass the last couple uh, uh, episodes or this whole season. But all of a sudden now it's like, yeah, you know what? Well, no, he t- he, you know, he's telling her about vengeance. vengeance yeah, you know, I know. You, it, it's no, it's nothing to live with. It's you know, I, I. But I think, I think, Arya and the Hound had a connection. I, I think she respected him, and I think his words had a lot of weight with her. And you know, it just she. I think she just kind of realized that you know that he's. Spent his whole life hating his brother, looking for, you know, looking for his comeuppance. Right. Looking to give his brother his comeuppance. It's no way to live. Yeah, yeah. So she takes off. He goes up, um, meets them on, on these stairs of this building that's already half fallen apart. So you see the all the destruction in the background. You see them on the steps. It's 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 the mountain. It's Cersei and Cersei's uh, uh, hand. The mountain wants to fight. He knows what the hound is there for. He wants to fight. Cersei tries to command him not to. Ignores Cersei. The hand tries to command him not to. He gets killed. This that was my one of my favorite scenes. He <laughs> just grabs the hand by the face and chucks him, and his head pops open like a grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cersei just grabs her skirt up and she's like, just, Well, I'll just leave you to, to it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like she was, she was like in a Bugs Bunny cartoon. She hikes up her skirt and down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and they go at it. You know, everyone's been talking about this Clegane bowl. And uh they pay it off. They they pay it off. You know, there's a there's a huge battle between the two. Um, I don't know that I like the setting for it, but um Everyone else seems to like it, so I, I who what do I know? I, mean, I didn't mind the, that it was on stairs, or I mean, it just I, I it had where where would have been a better setting? I mean, it just had on to flat somewhere. ground. I mean, he had eh, you know the what? mountain flat- had the higher ground already being taller, and now he's really got the higher well, ground. The, but flat ground is boring. Yeah. So the hound, you know, gets we finally get to see what or the mountain we finally get to see what he looks like under that armor, right? Oh man, what a pudge! He he was a mess. <laughs> you think about you know de- how a dead body would bloat. That's what he looked like. Yeah, it was gross. And then they went at it, and uh, it seemed like the hound was getting the upper hand, but it just wasn't enough. You know, none of these uh, blows and none of these stabs. Well, yeah, no matter how many times he stabbed, well, he's dead. Yeah. So you know, how do you kill a dead person? He really can't. You know, he starts laughing at certain points, just. You know, almost like realizing, you know, the absurdity of him even trying to attack him. He pulls, uh, he starts uh, gouging his eyes out. Well, like he did to pronouns, pronouns. Oh, the mountain has he's lifted the hound up by his throat and he's strangling him. And then he reaches his hands up and he's going to squeeze his eyes and crush his head. And that's when he pulls his dagger and he stabs the mountain in the eye. Yep. And that gets the mountain to release. And, and uh, that's he, when he just spears them off, yeah, he, off off the he stairs. He spears them through the wall and they tumble into the fire. A la football or wrestling for those of you who don't know. Yeah. 
So he just tackles them and they go over the edge and into, go, into the flames. Yeah. Right so as much it. as he's afraid of fire, his That's hate for him. his brother is that much stronger that he does this. So that got paid off and that was fine. And then uh, I, I felt, you know, I, I I knew the hound had to die, but I felt bad because I I liked the just the tortured soul element of his character he oh i love that him, character he just made him made him likable him and Tormund, he, i think are my favorite characters of the show since uh ned stark oh yeah and uh Tyrion, i guess i guys. always i mean i always like john i always well, like yeah. i always like john because he was he was you know, I mean, it was a family, and he was the outsider. Do you realize how many seasons it took for me to realize that he was an important player in this whole story? Really? <laughs> it took me a couple seasons. The uh, and then you know, at at first, I like I didn't want to like Tyrion, but he just you didn't want to like. Him? I didn't want to like him because he was such an an arrogant little shit. Because he's a little person and. <laughs> You know my affinity for little people. Um, but he's just so, just such a captivating character. Ugh. And Peter Dinklage is such an amazing actor. He really is. And he just draws you in. I wish we'd see him in more. I mean, I know I, I've seen a couple of his indie films and, and some of the small I mean, parts it's gotta he's be played. But... <laughs> it's got to be tough for him because, you know, they're... How many roles not written for little people can he really play, you know? I, I guess. But, you know, like, you know, at least, the you know, the X-Men took him and, you know, just made him a, you know, a senator or whatever. Yeah, I guess. Why can't we have a little person senator? It could be Rhode he, Island. He played a great Simon Boss Sinister in Underdog. I've never seen that. Oh, my God. I saw that train movie he was in train. where he was like... uh it was it was early. Oh, it was like on. an early. That was an early indie movie. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, back to Game of Thrones. So Arya's now back in, <coughs> back in with everyone else, and she's watching all this destruction. She's watching people getting barbecued. She's avoiding being barbecued. She's trying to save who she can. There's a mother daughter combo that's you know she's trying to focus on, and and then you have Jamie. And Cersei in the basement. Or no, they meet up at um, that courtyard where That's she has the map. Map painted on the floor. Everything's crumbling. Jamie's there. She gets excited. He gets excited. You know, they're crying and he's telling her, and you know, nothing nothing else matters. It's just you and me. Which is something I think he she said to him early at on. At some point, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then they end up in the basement and uh their uh their way out is blocked off yeah um there's all their ways out yeah there's there's a bunch of rubble and they can't they can't make it to that little uh skiff and uh get out of there so they uh they just realize this and well she starts to panic and he Mm kind of he knows that it's it's over and he you know calms it down like look at me look at me and he calms it down gets her to focus on him and he hugs her and then Everything just caves in. Which was the shittiest, shittiest end to these two. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh I would have I would have liked to have seen uh, anything. 
anything was be- well, would Jamie, be better than that. I mean, I think Jamie deserved better, but Cersei, I would have liked to have seen get some of her comeuppance, you know? We were just we talked about it on one episode how, how you're like there's no poetic justice in any there of this. There isn't. There isn't. And any I'm like, yeah, justice. there is. And I named off all these examples, and there was zero poetic justice in their freaking death. <laughs> zero. What the hell, man? Jamie was supposed to kill her. Tyrion was supposed to kill her. Arya was supposed to kill her. Sansa was supposed to kill her. No one killed her. Daenerys essentially killed her. There. You know, just through causing the rubble that crushed her. Ridiculous. <laughs> Rid- I'd rather Braun have killed Jamie early on. That would have been better than what happened. I mean, oh. That was such an unsatisfactory scene. It was like an unsatisfactory meal. It was like, ugh. <laughs> it's like eating tofu. <sighs> so, yeah, that happened. Oh, yeah, spoiler alert. In case, oh yeah, in case yeah. you guys were wondering, uh, go back an hour. Uh, spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, that's pretty much the episode, isn't it? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Are uh, uh, the mom and the daughter that Arya is trying to protect throughout the city finally gets barbecued? They're toast. I mean, they're just crispies on the ground. And Arya, I think a switch flipped in Arya at that point as well. I think so too. Well, you know, um, the way they when like when she first looked at them, you see something sticking up. I thought it was the handle to John's sword, and I'm like, holy shit! Did John get burnt? The little white horse. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then, and then it you know goes back to area and then it goes back and then you see it's the mother and the daughter embracing and i'm like yeah. i'm like oh man i think Look. the horse was to let the viewers know that these were the two that right, she's that looking she at she was looking at and then and then she's greeted by a real white horse that she rides out of out and of, that's how it ends it ends town. on a scene of her riding out yeah she finds this white horse and it's it's stained with blood from the battle and uh you know she gets on it and she rides away and credits roll so what are your predictions for the next episode uh well Daenerys has got to go obviously uh I, I, is it going to be a, a huge battle or do you think it'll be like uh just you know cutting the head of the snake off I think it's going to be a cutting the head of the snake off I think and I think maybe Tyrion does it wow yeah because Tyrion will be able to get close to her. I didn't think of that angle. Yeah. I think Tyrion will do it. And I think, uh, especially, I don't think she's going to trust John anymore. Uh, and I think John is going to have his hands filled with Grey Worm. So and who ultimately gets the throne? I... I mean the point you made before, John just always doing what's right. I think I think John sits on the throne. Although I could see Sansa getting it, but I think it would be, be nice. But we've never gotten what we've wanted in this series. That's true. That's true. Uh, maybe it'll be. I don't know. It's that's a tough call. It's really a tough call. <sighs> I think this. It's... What I would like to see is Tyrion take the throne, and uh, remarry Sansa. Oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) 
And John goes back to the north and just uh, does his northerner business. Yeah. I, you know what I really want? I want to see Wolf. Wolf? I mean, uh, uh, his dog. What's his dog's name? Ghost? Ghost. I don't think Ghost is coming back. I, I better see Ghost one more time so I know he's alive. No, he sent him with Tormund. Oh, that's right. Maybe we did miss an episode. We did miss an episode. <laughs> the star- We never talked about the Starbucks cup. We never That's talked about Starbucks Cup. That's the episode we missed. Yeah. Uh, sorry, guys. You guys know about that. Did you see that Starbucks Cup? Okay. If you didn't, go to Starbucks, buy coffee, sit on your table. That's pretty much what it was. Big deal. Everyone lost their shit over that. <laughs> Do you know how much free advertising they got? Only because of you. Oh, yeah. Only because you guys wouldn't shut up about it. <sighs> Maybe they had a Starbucks back then. They're fucking everywhere. <laughs> I remember being in Boston and, and getting my first understanding of what Starbucks was. Because it was before they really started coming into Detroit. And uh, I was in downtown Boston. And they were literally right across the street from each other. Holy I'm like, shit. what is this? <laughs> Why is there a Starbucks here and a Starbucks there? That's crazy. And it, and it was downtown Boston, so it wasn't like major intersections. So you know, one can support traffic on that side, and one can support traffic on this side. No, I could walk. I could order a coffee there, walk across the street, and order another coffee. Maybe it's just so busy that they could apparently to them. Starbucks, unreal, dirty water. I their coffee really isn't that good. No, I'm not a Starbucks I, fan. I like, I mean, if I'm going to get like commercial coffee, I get, I like Big B. I like Big B as well, but that's, that's a Michigan thing. Is it? Mm-hmm. It used to be coffee. called Beaners. Yes. I remember when it was called Beaners. And then someone told him that that was racially insensitive. They're not talking about Mexicans though. They were talking about <laughs> beans for coffee. <laughs> you know that. I know that. They knew that. But uh, the rest of the world didn't. I guess. Or California did But yet, it's it's only a Michigan brand, uh, mm. Michigan franchise. I think that's when they changed it, is when they started branching outside of Michigan. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah I, I like, like their I coffee, I like Big too. B Coffee a lot. I buy uh, the Big B Beans at Costco or Sam's I get um, Pete's Coffee. I've heard that's really good. It is very good. It's not cheap. I've heard but that as I well. But I like coffee. I want good coffee. coffee. So, we I spend... Uh, I think it's like eleven dollars a pound on coffee. Uh, yeah. Why? Because it's good. It's dirty water. No, it's good. There's a dirty water with stimulant. No, That's it. It's ah, oh, it's so yummy. I look. I drink three liquids: coffee, beer, and water. Um, Sometimes whiskey. <laughs> um, I gotta, I gotta. Recenter. Okay. So, <laughs> so coffee, I, I was never a big coffee drinker no. um, throughout my life until I would say the last four years or so. I enjoy my coffee. My favorite way of having my coffee is with butter. Uh, you're going to make me sick. <laughs> Listen, I thought the same thing. Uh, I thought the same thing. You need to try it. No. You drink your coffee black, though, don't you? Yes. Okay, you would still like it. Oh, God. Little pat of butter. No, it's just evil. Teaspoon of sugar, and you buzz it. Buzz it? 
with uh, uh, the blender. Well, that's a lot of work for a cup of coffee. No, you do the you submersible. Know, a good coffee, you make it, you pour it in a cup, and you drink it. Oh, I drink regular coffee all the time, but if you're going to go through all the trouble of getting a cappuccino or whatever with the frothing and the this and that, no, my butter in a blender isn't so bad. Uh, I don't want any of that either. But it's a very popular way of drinking coffee. I've I'll never heard you know. anybody putting butter in that coffee. Seriously? <laughs> you need to try it. It's uh, it's done. I'm I won't you. eat a Calder's burger because they put butter on it. It just tastes like a, 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 a rich cream that you've added to your coffee. I don't add cream to my coffee. But though. it also gives you a little bit of saltiness to, to offset that sweetness from the sugar. It's amazing. I don't put sugar in my coffee. <laughs> gotta try it. I'm telling you, you gotta try it. Take it black, like my men. So, uh, off topic. Yes. I've lived in this home. Is it coming on five years now? Yeah. Okay, it's coming on five years. And I have have a huge backyard. Yes, it is immense. And uh, we've had lawn service since I've lived here. Okay. Okay. It's the same lawn service that does my mother's yard, who also has a back, uh, big backyard, and does another neighbor across the street. The past two years, we have not gotten a bill. They've been doing the work, though? Yes. And they haven't sent you a bill? No bill. So we call it, because we don't want a $2,000 bill out yeah, of the blue. Yeah, I wouldn't want a $2,000 bill out of the blue either. So we call and we're like, hey, we're not getting bills. They don't answer the phone. We leave messages. Um, you know, I think they're growing and not able to keep up with their own growth. So uh, they don't answer the phone. Uh, they can't get enough people to work for them is my guess. Stuff like that. So... Uh, so for two years they've been doing our lawn. Yeah. Pro bono. Not paying. And uh last year at the end of the season, we're like, hey, we really need the fall cleanup. We got a lot of trees, you know, there's leaves everywhere. Fall cleanup. Leaving message, 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 nothing, but no fall cleanup either. This is the first time that they've not answered. I mean, they've so they, never answered. So they've come and cut but the grass, do the work. but no fall cleanup. Right. So this year. April comes. It's getting really close to May. No answering of the phones. They don't come. Usually they're here by now. So I'm like, all right, something happened. I don't know. Uh, probably because they don't build their customers. Well, yeah, they may, maybe they went out of business because yeah, they're not collecting. Any money. So I'm like, okay, I gotta get a lawn tractor. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing the lawn. So I get a lawn tractor. I get all this stuff. You know, this stuff you know adds up. You know. The, well, especially when you have a big yard, it's yeah. you know. It, I, I, it yeah, I'm not going to be cutting, out there with the push mower. Cutting grass becomes a, an, uh, an all day project. Oh yeah, it's a chore. So uh, I go out, I get a tractor. Tractor's going to you know run you one to two thousand, depending on what you get and what features you get. Then you've got the they don't come with mulcher blades, so you got to buy a mulching kit to add the mulching kit. You got to buy a bagging system. You got to you know. The stuff all Wouldn't it be adds cheaper up. to cement over the grass? Oh, it'd be nice. <clears throat> so I get all this. I mow the lawn. I mow my mother's lawn because they're not doing hers either. Right. And I think I mowed it on a Monday. I think Thursday. I hear, I hear lawn mowers. 
So I peek outside, and the fuckers are back. <laughs> so they're mowing the uh, the the neighbor across the street, and then I see them zipping around in my mom's front yard. So I'm like, okay, they're mowing their lawn. I'm like, what the hell? They're gonna see that my lawn's mowed and, and not come for sure. Next thing I know, they're zipping around in my backyard. They're mowing my lawn, and I can't say anything because you know they're they're. Uh, well, you just spent uh, how much money on a thing? I know, I know. Uh. Um, <laughs> but the the new people, you know, they they had them last season. You know, they're Mexican, and that's fine. But they don't speak English well, and I, and I'll tell them things like you know my they're ruining my gates to the you know my on my fence and stuff like that, and I'm like, hey, can you go in through the other end? We made it specifically wider so you guys could go in through that end instead of this double door. Right. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I knew he didn't understand a damn thing I said, and it's apparent because they keep going through the same gate. <laughs> so I'm waiting. Got to lock it. Got to put a lock on. Tomorrow I'm gonna tell them like, no, no service. Don't want it. Go, go away. Wow. What kind of business? I mean, two years. That's nuts. Mowed my lawn, cleaned my yard. Two years. <laughs> no bill. Doesn't answer the phone. That's crazy. And we <laughs> leave messages like, hey, we'd like to give you money. Do you like money? You want some money? All you got to do is call us back. <laughs> How You know, maybe... maybe the owners are dead and these guys just keep going to work. <laughs> How are they getting paid? Did you get paid today? No, I didn't get paid. I didn't get paid either. Well, we'll see you tomorrow. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. The world's crazy. Uh, hey, you know, I went and saw uh, Avengers Endgame again. Again? Yeah, I took my son. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I took Annabelle and uh, Soph. I saw it again, too. Oh, and my opinions of it changed. Did it? Yeah. Uh, my opinions changed a little bit, too. Okay. I didn't hold up. What do you mean? The second time around, it was a lot more boring. Really? Yeah. I, I, I had the uh, uh, opposite. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that, that scene where all the women come together yeah. was even more irritating the oh, second see, time. You got to understand, I'm sitting there with... Well, you're sitting there with daughters. So. Yeah, I got two girls on either side of me, and they're watching this. And they get all excited. And I'm okay with it now. Yeah. Yeah. I get maybe if I had daughters, I'd feel different, but I just thought it was silly. It was just <laughs> silly. But the movie, um, it was a lot slower than I remembered it being. Oh, uh, I didn't get that. This like time. I felt the second time, I felt the three hours. Oh, no, I'm excited. I, I, you know, I, I, I do a lot of uh, watching my kids more than the movie. Yeah. See their expressions, see what they're, you know. Well, I mean, you know my son. My son's a lot like yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah, not yeah. a lot of expression going on. Right, right I mean, right. we go to heavy metal concerts together. Oh, no, Annabelle. And my kid just sits there. Anytime anyone died, Annabelle starts crying, you know. <laughs> <laughs> She she couldn't stop like like she was ugly crying when Tony Stark died. I mean, was she really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, I you know it's good that she gets that invested in the movie. Oh, she That's does. Cool, she does. She I miss it. I miss being able to lose myself in things like that. And that's all I want. And you know, normally I'm I'm not the type to criticize something negatively like I have for Game of Thrones. But the inac or the the changes or the lack of consistency, time and consistency, you know, it pulls me out. Yeah. And once I get pulled out, that's when I get angry. Well, that's you know, critical. I mean, like the first time when we saw Avengers, mm-hmm. um, when all the women came together, yeah, that yeah. moment pulled me out of the movie. I'm like, what the? F-? 
sense. <laughs> it was just, it was silly. It was just ridiculous. It was ridiculous. <sighs> ridiculous. But, I mean, I, you know, if, if girls like get excited about it, feel empowered by it or whatever, then I, you know, I understand it. And I get it. What it's, I've come to it's learn, cool for them. It was it's a, just as a, a story element. It's just ridiculous. There's a lot going on in the comics that we're just not aware of because we haven't read as much as recently. We used yeah, to. I guess. So, uh, there's like a a book that that was kind of a nod to. It's an all woman book. Oh, really? Yeah. And then you know we were all pissed off about Pepper Potts, but. The reason is, is Iron Man 3 happened, and I saw it, but it quickly disappeared from my memory because it was, it was horrible. Yeah. But Pepper Potts did a lot of ass-kicking in that movie. Did she? Yeah, like a lot. I'm going to have to go back and watch it. So cause... for us to be pissed off that she just popped up out of nowhere with the suit is kind of unjustified. Okay, well, that's fine then. She 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 did a lot you know, in that movie. Yeah, I, I, like, Sp- when Spider-Man 3 came out, yeah. I went and I saw it in theaters. And I watched, that's the only time I've ever seen that movie. I dislike that movie so much, I have never watched it again. Iron Man 3, I disliked when I saw it in theaters, and I have never watched that movie again. Yeah. No one talks about how bad that movie was. It was awful. And it was. I didn't care for 2 that much either. I I didn't hate 2, but I also didn't. I didn't love it. And I got to say, the second half of part one, I can do it without. They needed a better villain for that. I Yeah, I thought they needed a better villain too, but I also realized that it was the first movie. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I mean, they knew shit we didn't know, like building to something, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't, like... I, I like that movie far more than I thought I was. I mean, I was never an Iron Man fan. I didn't like the character in the comic books. I never read the Iron Man comic books. I didn't like them in Avengers. I just didn't like Iron Man until I saw that first movie, and then I gained a new respect for him. You know, I saw a YouTube video yesterday, and and I saw the title, and uh, I thought, this guy's totally right. He's completely on the ball, so we should talk about it. Okay. Why or is today's CG worse than it used to be? Uh, he did side-by-side side is... comparisons of Jurassic Park versus Jurassic World. Yeah. He and Jurassic Park blows it out of the water. Not even it's not even a contest. Really? Um you know, you have the Lord of the Rings CGI special effects and then you have the hobbit cgi special effects and i think that's a lot of what i had issues with in in the hobbit movies <laughs> um he also referred to the special effects in black panther you didn't see black panther i, didn't, I still haven't seen black panther uh, i don't know what other example i can I, give you know I, it's that's funny because i've often thought that it seems that they could do so much more with the special effects now, but they're like missing something. They're missing that realism. There's a couple of things he, he alludes to. 
But, uh, you know, we went from having like 9% CGI in our movies to mm-hmm. having like 90% oh, CGI. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. So Jurassic With World. Movies are just filmed on green screens now. A lot of Jurassic Park, I'm sorry, was practical effects. And they only use CGI where they had to. Right. Mm-hmm. I think I think there's something to be said for that. Something practical effects are it keeps it keeps everything grounded in reality more because you're there's actually something there to work with, so it looks realer, right? And it I think the the performance from the actors are more genuine. Because there's something there for them to react to and and play against when they're, you know, they're going off a marker of a tennis ball in the air. It, you know, what is it? It's, they don't know what it is. They don't, you know, they can imagine what it's supposed to be, but it's a lot tougher when you can't visualize something. So he alluded to a couple points. One is, um, actually having something physical to play off of. And what 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 I mean by that is he used Lord of the Rings as an example. In Lord of the Rings, you had Andy Serkis as Gollum. Right. Right? So it wasn't just, let's just draw in Gollum. Andy Serkis was in all of those scenes. Right. He was on a stage. He was on... He was on... Uh, on location right so they get to see not only his performance they don't not only capturing his movement and whatnot but they get to see the lighting on him they get to see uh the weight you know what where his weight is being distributed and they get to incorporate that into the final product where um nowadays everything's very green screened you know, they don't even build these sets anymore. They just put up a big old yeah. green screen mm-hmm. and see child take build, care build of it. Build it all digitally. And it looks a little, it, it, you, your mind just picks it up and says, no, this isn't right. There's, you know, the shadow's not right. The lighting's not mm-hmm. right. Um, something's too glossy, you know. I mean, it just, it is a big difference between now and when it first started. Is that you? That's me. Jesus. Trying that's me trying not to burp into the microphone. Another another aspect is um the fact that everything is CGI nowadays. Time frame. They you know, these um these studios don't have the time to create as much as they're creating in the time frame that's needed. I mean, they went from, you know, you CGI here to make this look cool. They went from that to hey, this is the setting of the movie. This is what's happening in the background. This is what this person should look like. So they're they're creating a whole they're new creating world, the whole reality right. digitally, which is, I I don't I I don't like it. No, no. I prefer practical effects and Pro- to a degree. Uh no. I prefer practical effects. I'd rather see less done practically. Right. Then more done digitally. I think I think there's a happy medium and it needs I'm to I'm sure exist. there is a happy medium and I, I wouldn't hate it. Right. But I just I just prefer you know, especially as a, a big horror movie fan, I prefer the gore makeup. I prefer the s- blood spatter. I you know 
Give me squibs. Don't give me digital blood. So, yes and no. So, as a kid watching Evil Dead and seeing that ridiculous makeup. Yeah. Well, that was... I was still afraid. That was a But now it's ridiculous makeup. Now it's ridiculous makeup. Yes. But when that movie was made in the early 80s, it was... Oh, I know. It was on a... You know, I mean, it was done on a budget. Shoestring budget and all that stuff. I get it. I get it. But doesn't mean, you know... I mean, that movie is amazing still, for so many different reasons. It's still artistic in how it's done, you know? There's a lot of merit to that. Or even uh, in all these movies that I'm I'm going to give you examples of bad makeup are movies that I enjoy. So don't take me wrong. But um, uh, From Dawn Till Dusk. Yeah. Come on. that Some of that ridiculous. From Dusk Till Dawn. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Some of the ridiculous makeup on the vampires. They, the uh, well, especially the ones in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that too was uh, the floppy it's, guitars. It's and... a budget. It's a budget thing. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But to me, is I'd rather omit than putting something that's going to look hokey. So if there's a scene like the gratuitous scene of the of the mariachi band turning into vampires, and they have these obvious body rubber yeah. rubber uh body part uh, instruments body part instruments <laughs> then you know what i don't need to see the mariachi band turn i don't you know i don't understand why they had to give them body part instruments <laughs> i thought it that was, was funny. ridiculous it's funny as much as i hate it i love it as well i mean it, i hilarious. love it it was hilarious but it was it was ridiculous at the same time <laughs> It wasn't necessary. One minute they're playing a regular guitar, and then they turn to the vampires, and they're playing a guitar made out of arms and legs. So I think the point I'm trying to make is if you're going to use practical effects, make them good. Oh, definitely. Don't half-ass it. Yes. That's all. Like, uh, there's a lot of newer movies, B-movies, and the makeup is still bad. The lighting is bad in these movies. Well, it's, you know, what you have now are... We've reached a point where anybody can do this stuff now. So people yeah, without yeah, yeah. the skill are are doing it. Right. Have you seen the special effects guy who uh, he's he'll be on Facebook or YouTube? His little videos go viral all the time of him making his kid, you know, use a lightsaber at the store. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's, Anyone that stuff can do it amazing. at home. Yeah, yeah. He does great stuff. Yeah. Kids playing the floor is lava, and he turns yeah. the floor to and real lava. And the floor lava. turns into lava, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that guy's done some amazing things. So, I, it's all digital. He he hasn't he hasn't made a practical effect. It's harder to make practical effects. Well, there's the one scene that he has his son use uh, the Batman grappling hook. Right. And his son is hanging from the ceiling at some point. So there's some... I don't think he's really hanging from the ceiling. He's hanging from something. Uh, I don't think he's hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> but there are there is some practical application that's mixed in, and that's what that's think, what sells. You, know, you lift the kid up, kick your feet, and they film it. And yeah, that's that's, that's not the, a practical effect. Well, I think we'll have to disagree on practicalities. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I think uh, I think I'm hungry. Oh well, you know what? It just so happens that we have something to eat. We do. We do. So our buddy Jay Ray 
does barbecue catering. And he does it out of uh, he does it out of Wine Dot. Wine Dot, Michigan. Yep. And uh, he caters all kinds of stuff, doesn't he? Oh yeah, he weddings, graduation parties, uh, you know, birthday parties, anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Housewarmings. Christmas parties. We had him cater a Christmas party yep. for uh, Mo- uh, Motor City Sketch. Now, what we have here is a small selection. There is, uh, <laughs> there is a uh, pulled pork sandwich with the barbecue sauce and some Ooh, of the that. honey chipotle. Uh, Lime coleslaw, oh. uh, the smoked ribs with the homemade barbecue sauce, and his own homemade mac and cheese. This looks amazing. Looks amazing. Wait, hold on. That one's mine. Oh. The ribs in there are smaller. Jeez. Oh, so, uh, yeah, so Jay Ray's Barbecue, uh, it's uh, real deal barbecue. Everything is done fresh. Everything is done from scratch. The You can get in touch with him at jrayesbarbecue.com, or if you're on Facebook, just search for Jay Ray's Barbecue. Um, this, I, I mean, I bring this food home to feed my own family, so you will not be disappointed. This is absolutely incredible food and we thank him for uh the sponsorship this evening mm-hmm. because uh, we were hungry <laughs> this mac and cheese is amazing now i'll uh for people watching the video i'll i'll put up some information on how you can get a hold of uh, jay ray for everyone listening they're gonna have to rewind and write that stuff down it's but worth yeah. rewinding. It's and uh, stuff it's down. graduation party seasoning season now, so you want to uh, you're gonna want to get get a hold of him for this. Mm. Oh. The mac and cheese are some good sandwich. I'm gonna have some of these ribs. Messy, messy ribs. I'm glad I brought a lot of napkins. How many years has he been uh, doing this now? Um, I think solely concentrating on the barbecue, probably about five or six. He's won awards for his pulled pork, won awards for his ribs. Um... He took the uh, tour de fork at the Taste of Detroit a couple of years ago. These ribs are great. Yeah. I like the ribs. I mean, I could eat the ribs just by themselves without I'm, without mm, sauce on them. I'm a sauce guy, so I like his sauce. I like the rub he's using. Yeah, he does uh, like Kansas City style barbecue. Okay. Um and he does these tacos. They're, you know, southwestern style tacos and mm-hmm. you know, pulled pork or pulled chicken. I prefer the pork. 
just with some barbecue sauce and the honey chipotle lime coleslaw on top. They're incredible. So, obviously we have pulled pork, we have the coleslaw, we have mac and cheese, we have ribs, tacos are available. Does he do anything else? Oh, yeah. Brisket, so good, you'd slap your mother to get to it. I love brisket, actually. Um, started doing meatloaf, which has been excellent. Um, so amazing brisket. Started doing meatloaf, which is excellent. Um, you know, chicken. Um, sometimes he he'll uh, he'll smoke just whole chicken wings, and they come out amazing. Oh, and as far as sides go, they do this corn casserole mm-hmm. that I always say should have its own food group. It's that good. So yeah, you want you want some really good barbecue. You got to get in touch with J Ray's Barbecue and Catering. You will not be disappointed, I promise. Is he doing any uh, <clears throat> festivals or anything soon? Um, you know, I honestly don't know. I know uh, Friday, May 17th, which is coming up, Yeah, he will be doing uh, takeout dinners in Wyandotte. Uh, so, you know, get a hold of him and place your orders. So, how does the takeout dinner work? Because that's... He'll, that, uh, that's if so, you, you can just order a meal instead of uh, ordering a whole catered... Right. Well, he'll post a menu on Facebook, and then you order from that menu what you want. Usually, it's, you know, meat, a couple sides. Or you could buy the mac and cheese by the pound. Uh, you could buy pulled pork by the pound. So, you know, you can pick and choose what you want. You don't have to get a whole big catering thing. You can get, a you know, a couple of dinners for, you know, two, three people. That's nice. And, uh, yeah. Mm. This is great. I've just been thinking that I've been wanting barbecue. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm shocked you didn't make your own. I've become lazy. <laughs> There's a lot of hard work that goes into this. Yeah, good to do to is, do it the right way. Yeah. You want it right, it's it's time consuming. And that's why. And one of those food people were posting barbecue on Instagram or whatever, and I was looking at, it, I was like, oh, barbecue sounds so good. If you can get it ready-made from somebody else and it's good, yeah, do it. Mm. Now I like to make barbecue. I like, I like you know, doing ribs and a nice pulled pork. I haven't done brisket yet. I take that back. I've done it once because we had a corned beef. Um, in the freezer, yeah. Sarah must have picked up after St. Patrick's Day because it was super cheap. So I'm like, if I don't use the corn seasoning, it'll just be a brisket then. No, well, it's, it's, it's they not. Do something because, to, yeah, yeah, corned yeah, beef yeah. has been cured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And regular brisket is just the beef. So it was tasty. It was interesting. It just wasn't. Right. Wasn't what you barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Mm. Good stuff. It is. Jay does a good job. Jay's a good guy, local guy, supports. And you know, a lot of- uh, and and Jay does a lot to support charities and uh, you know help out uh, people in need with fundraisers. So you know, you like to support a guy that helps out his community, and uh, you know, you, you couldn't you couldn't find a, a better person who makes better food. So. Mm. Really Wine like dot that, barbecue. I really like the fact that we're essentially on television eating. <laughs> you know what? There's a whole genre devoted to this. People just eating on screen? Do you know what ASMR is? I have no idea. It's audio sensory, yada, yada, yada. And people just listen to all the specific noises whispering. So you'll take a bite of food right on. And they love it. They fucking love it. I don't get it. Hey, whatever floats your boat, you know? But they love it. So right now, there's some kid watching us with his audio turned way up. To hear us eating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's amazing what uh, is entertainment nowadays. Hey, you know what? For future shows, if you want to see us or listen to us eat something, <laughs> send in your suggestions. Absolutely. Even better yet, send us some food, and we'll eat it on air for you. We should get a P.O. box. Yeah. Send pizza to this address. <laughs> Mm, mm, mm. So good. This is my first meal today. Is it? I was starving. I had a smoothie for breakfast. I would have killed for a smoothie. Then we had some leftover pizza for lunch. See, I would have probably had the leftover pizza for breakfast and then the smoothie for lunch. I'm not a huge breakfast guy. You know, I know I, we eat breakfast often when we're on the road, but it's just just to tie me over till dinner. Well, you know, I think we eat breakfast more because uh, just we we don't want to buy crap in the convention centers. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's garbage food and it's expensive and it's overpriced. It doesn't taste good. Why should we pay $5 for a crappy hot dog or $10 exactly. for a really garbage burger? I, I have I have a um, I have to admit one of my favorite like meals like to go out yeah. is a flipping hot dog at Costco or Sam's Club. Is it called a flipping hot dog? Or? No, 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 no. Are you just not cursing? <laughs> I just chose not to curse in that moment. Um, it's 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 a half pound hot dog, it's steamed. The bun is steamed, which is the most important part. It of a makes good hot such dog. a huge difference. 
when you steam the hot dog. And you get a soda, and it's like a dollar twenty-five. Really? It's huge. I'll get say I'll get a hot dog uh, at Lowe's every once in a while when I go to Lowe's. Okay, get those jumbo dogs, but I'm paying three fifty for this jumbo dog. Oh no, that jumbo dog's a dollar twenty-five or dollar fifty at Sam's Club or Costco. Wow. Talk more about that. I gotta take a bite of this. Okay, you. Uh, you know, a hot dog really is just, uh, you know, cow lips and eyelids. So uh, mm. there's really no reason why it should cost a lot of money. But you prepare a hot dog properly. Lips and assholes. And it's it's amazing. Uh, when I was a kid, we used to go to this Jewish deli. And they had this steam grill. They had, do you remember the steam grills they had at the old Tiger Stadium? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They had a steam grill like that. And they would steam their hot dogs, which I assume were like uh, Hebrew mm. National or something, you know, kosher kosher right. dogs. They had the snap when you bit into them, and they were just, it was so Natural good. Natural casing. And, uh, you know, in New York, it's must and sauerkraut all the time. When we were driving to Boston, yeah, that one time I was in Boston. We're cutting through. Once we hit the New York state line, I bought a hot dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the standards I'd for just... hot dogs in New York are different than anywhere, anywhere else. else. Yep. They're much more lax, but that's okay. <laughs> they just taste it, it, better. Yeah, they taste better. I don't know and what it I is. I think it's more assholes in New York. Probably. Dogs. Probably. Yeah. It was amazing. So my wife works at Home Depot, and they have a hot dog lady. Who uh, uh, we think has another business on the side. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't think she uh, is making all her money selling hot dogs. But uh, I'm not allowed to eat hot dogs there. Why? Because it's very gross practices. Really? Yeah. Uh, My wife watches her like throughout the day. Stuff falls on the floor. She picks it right back up. Hands it to people. Oh, uh, God. You know, she, she's supposed to have, uh, she has a whole, like, little, it's not a kitchen, but it's like a sink, a little area in Home Depot where she can wash things down right. and clean things off. She never does. Oh, my gosh. Um, so she always, no, don't get the hot dogs. Don't get the hot dogs. Like, you know, working at Home Depot, they get, like, a discount on a hot dog. Sarah never buys a fucking hot dog. Wow. She always, this lady always offers me a hot dog, and I'll say no. She gives the kids, like, chips or pop, and I'm like, okay, that's fine. But a hot dog, it's bad business. <laughs> she's, like, Ukrainian or something. She's she's a little longer in the tooth. She's a little older, but she's a good-looking woman. And, uh, you know, drives, tooth, a nice, like drives, drives a nice car, does well for herself. Yeah. You know. What you putting in those hot dogs? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think uh, it's the hot dog peddling that's uh, buying <laughs> these things. She's peddling something else. Mm. Waka waka. Her name's Roger. In case anyone wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that Roger gets around. <laughs> oh, this food is great. Um, I think we're gonna sign out and uh, finish, finish our up, meal. Yeah. So, um, do we have anything to to, uh, to plug or to let well, people know um, about? We will be uh, the we being me and and Bill pronouns pronouns. Uh, we will be at the Cherry Capital Comic Con 
Memorial Day weekend, uh, May, what, 23rd, 24th, 25th, is it? Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> we will be debuting Rocketing Studios' new book, Gunslingers. We'll get to the printer on time. Oh, definitely. <laughs> uh, Gunslingers is historical fiction. Uh, the story revolves around uh, eight gunslingers that come together in one town for one poker game. And uh, you'll get uh, pinups uh, of all the gunslingers with uh, little short bios and uh, artwork by Dakota Lee and the story by Rob Humphreys. And we're really looking forward to getting this out. Uh, this has actually been couple of years in the works yeah when we actually started it so you start something and then you think of another project start working on that and then something gains yeah things you know different things it's it's kind of like a horse race yeah, yeah, yeah and they you know one project will you know start taking the lead and then the other project will you know come from behind that's and a good that's a good analogy that's kind of how it how it is so yep so we'll be at uh cherry capital comic-con in traverse city it's always a good time uh, they put on a great show there, and Traverse City is awesome. Um, big, big uh, thanks to uh, Mike Ackerley from uh, oh, yeah. Top Comics up there in Traverse City, who uh, is the organizer of the convention. Uh, super nice guy, always treats us real good. And uh, this is, uh, I think, this is the eleventh year of the convention, and this will be my tenth year uh, being up there. So. I'm very excited. Are you sure? Yep. Last year was the 10th anniversary. I don't think you were there the first year. I, went. I wasn't there the first and year. And they keep telling me I wasn't there at the first show. They said I was there at the second show. I was at the second show. See, then they're wrong. I was there at the first show. Okay. What do they know? Exactly. Always. What do they know? If you need any type of uh, illustrative services or publishing services, visit rocketingstudios.com. Uh, get more information that way. Um, do we have any other conventions later on? Uh, we do, but I just don't know the dates offhand. Okay. We'll get to them when we get to We'll them. be in uh, Wisconsin, Indiana, Detroit. Mm -hmm. um, I'm hoping to get to Atlantic City. Atlantic City? I think it's in November. Mm. We're going to Vegas, guys. But we'll yes. talk about that we'll next podcast. We'll talk about that next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff. Until next time, this is Two Cynical A-Holes. I'm Bill. I'm Tony. See you later. Peace. Peace.